people in Ireland are famously friendly and accommodating. In fact, it's the only place I've ever driven where I just missed the ferry by about a minute, and the pilot saw me, actually turned around, and came back to pick me up. Driving in Ireland also has plenty of things to watch out for, like high hedges blocking the view on narrow country lanes, and the occasional sheep crossing that forces you to just wait and enjoy the scenery. But while driving is the most convenient way to explore the Irish countryside, there are other, less expensive transportation options. Joining us with their recommendations for getting around in Ireland are tour guides Barry Maloney, based in Kinsale in County Cork, and Susie Miller, who lives up in Belfast in Northern Ireland. Susie and Barry, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us. Happy to be here. Do you know the little ferry I was talking about is north of Dingle, going up to Connemara? There's oh, a yeah. tiny... Um, Across the Shannon, yeah. Yeah. Tarbot to Calimer. And the ferry, I missed it by, you know, 30, 40 seconds. He actually saw me drive up and he came That's back it. and picked I, me up. That was on the Kerry side, I'd say. It was on the Kerry yeah, side. Yeah, That's yeah. right. So what do you mean by that? That's interesting. Uh, they like those kind of quirky things, you know? Okay, so that was... And they've got a lot of ish things going on, so... Sort of the charm of Ireland and, and meeting the people. You can hardly help to meet the people as you get out and about. It's a small island, about 100 miles across, the size of Maine under 5 million people. You know, when I first went to Ireland, there was no highways, but now you've got highways. Why is that, Barry? There's been a lot of investment from the European Union Mm -hmm. in the last 40 years into the infrastructure in Ireland. So we, for the first time, we have what we call motorways. Motorways. They're small by European standards, but four lanes is a pretty big road in Ireland. But we still, away from that network, there's still, as you know, the small, tiny winding roads. And that's the way to really... That takes time. You're constantly focusing. You've got to be you know, defensive Concentrating. Driving. You've got to be concentrating. If it's really beautiful, you better stop the car and get out instead of trying to sightsee and drive at the same time. That's it. Susie, you live up in Belfast. Uh, it's much easier to get from Dublin to Belfast now. By Talk about the train connection from Belfast and Dublin. Really easy. It's a two-hour train ride, and those trains go pretty much every two hours. The first one gets you in from Dublin to Belfast just before 10 o'clock in the morning. So it's achievable to do a day's sightseeing, even if you're based in Dublin, you can head up to Belfast for the day and get the last train home about 8 o'clock. So. And if you've got four days in Dublin, I would say the most interesting thing to do in that fourth day might be to consider going up to Belfast. Absolutely, yes. It's not going to take anything out of you at all, and you'll see a completely different city. Now, Dublin is the, the major city of the Republic of Ireland and, and clearly the transportation hub. What does that mean to a traveller? Well, yes, you've got not only the two main train stations, one heading north, one heading sort of south and west, but you've also got a very sophisticated tram system which links up all of that. And then getting from Dublin out into the rest of Ireland, Barry, it it seems like Mm -hmm. if you want to go from one point in the countryside to the other, the buses or the trains or the freeways may take you through Dublin. Yeah, Dublin is the centre of the spider's web, we'll say. But um, because of the low population density in Ireland, as you go further, further out the links are less strong. And that's why so many people feel the need to rent a car in Ireland. You know, that's a good point. Let's just talk about taking the train. You may have a train pass, but you might want to consider renting a car. What are the pros and cons of driving and train? Just in terms of time and more bang for your buck if you rent a car, because if you get a train, you may, go, you may get to your destination, destination number one. But to get to destination number two, you have to come back in towards a central connection and out again and then maybe get a bus from there. It takes a lot of planning ahead Mm -hmm. and a lot more time. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're joined by Susie Miller and Barry Maloney talking about getting around in Ireland. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Erin is calling in from Duluth in Georgia. Erin, thanks for your call. Hi. Got a comment for Barry or Susie? Uh, Well, my basic question was whether or not we should drive in, in some areas of Ireland and you have touched on that already. Um, 
because sometimes we enjoy taking the public transportation and we haven't had experience driving on the left-hand side. Mm -hmm. So I um, think uh, Aaron, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Lovely Irish name. Yes, that's right. And I think uh, you don't need to worry too much about that. And there's things you can do to help. For example, I'd recommend renting an automatic car. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because remember I spoke about earlier, a lot of curving, narrow roads. Uh -huh. if, if you've got gears, you'll be changing the gear a lot of times. And it, the gear stick will be on the wrong side mm. as well. Now, thankfully, the brake and accelerator will be in the same place. <laughs> well, that's good. That's a help. <laughs> that's actually very you don't good. Want to mix those, you don't want to shuffle those. You know, Aaron, you're talking about using public transportation to meet the people, and of course that's true in Ireland as well, but it's very easy to meet the people just by taking a walk or going to the pub and you'll be staying in B&Bs. And the advantage of having your own wheels is really impressive in Ireland because you can get from town to town by public transportation, but a lot of the charm of Ireland, I would say, is out in the villages and in, in the countryside. And that's if you have your own wheels, yeah. you'll get a lot accomplished. Definitely. Susie? Yeah, Aaron, I wouldn't be afraid of it. Once you get out of the big cities, you'll find that people are very forgiving on the roads. It'll be obvious you're driving a rental car because it'll be marked up as such, and they will cut you a bit of slack. And, and I assume the rental cars are pretty readily available in the other areas. Yeah, you know, you're you're probably going to get more choice and especially what Barry was talking about, uh, getting a, an automatic car. Most of the rental cars will be stick shift. So mm -hmm. make sure when you're booking one, when you're reserving one, that you ask for an automatic. Uh, so you're probably better getting it in one of the smaller cities, somewhere maybe like Galway or Ennis or mm -hmm. one of the, the Midland cities and then taking it from there. And I would remind you, Aaron, uh, when you have a large company with many offices, you can generally pick up the car at one office and leave it at another and that can be a convenience for you. You could fly into Shannon Airport and then drop the car when you get to Dublin and you wouldn't want to use the car in Dublin, that's for sure. No, I'm sure you not. Right. And while Barry said uh, the automatic makes it easier, and it certainly does, if you like to drive and, and you're adept at that sort of thing and, and flexible, I wouldn't be too afraid of a stick shift. It's, but the fact is you're going to be starting and stopping a lot. Uh, there's little tiny roads and lots of curving, so it would be much more probably relaxing to get an automatic. Hmm. Thanks for your call, Aaron. Well, and thank you so much. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mimi's on the line from Memphis, yes. Tennessee. Hello. Thank you. My question has to do with driving as well. My husband and I have made many trips to Europe and uh, all over the world, actually, and we love getting a car and driving so we can meet the locals and stay in the small hotels and just soak up the culture. We've never been to Ireland. My husband is 76 years old, and I'm 72, and I have read that you can't rent a car in Ireland if you're past 75. I think that's a misconception. I, there might oh, really? be there might be an extra insurance charge, maybe. Uh -huh. But definitely, you can rent a car. Definitely, I've met loads of customers come over come to my hometown driving around. Yeah, oh, yeah. Car. loads of them. Yeah, but there may be there may be an extra charge. I maybe shop around online. That mm -hmm. would be okay. the the best tip on that. And don't be afraid to email a company. You know, like they have these search engines that you'll meet on a website. Okay. But don't be afraid. Click on the email and send. Well, that that answers a lot of uh, what I was was going to ask then, because if we can rent a car, then that solves my problem. Oh, but well. my yes. second question was going to be, if you don't rent a car, what are the options? Can you get out to places like, for instance, I'd like to maybe spend a couple of nights in Dingle uh, oh, or yeah, maybe go to Kinsale? Uh, oh, yeah, you can. You see, this is a perfect example. From Dublin, you can bus to Dingle, probably be as quick as the train. But then your next step to get to Kinsale 
will take you a bit longer because you have to get a bus from Dingle back into Tralee. It just takes a little bit longer and a little mm-hmm. bit more planning ahead, but it's well possible. And, and I, you, I found in, in Ireland that you just have to live with the sparse schedules. So you have to, mm-hmm. when you arrive, you check what your departures are. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, there's not a departure tomorrow morning. I need to sightsee quickly and I'll move along before dinner. Or... Uh, you know, there's plenty of departures and then I can and be more relaxed about it. That's mm-hmm. it. Mimi, when you're thinking about driving in Ireland, uh, we've got Susie here who's from Belfast in Northern Ireland. Susie, if somebody like Mimi is driving around Ireland and they're interested in the entire island, mm-hmm. are there any concerns these days about crossing the border and safety and so on if you rent a car in the Republic and taking it into Northern Ireland? No issue at all. You're free to go wherever you want on the island with it. In fact, you won't even know that you've crossed a border. There is no physical border now between uh, Northern Ireland and the Republic. So the only reason you'll know that you've crossed is that the road signs change and suddenly you're into miles instead of kilometres. Other than that, no, you're, you're not going to pass a customs checkpoint or anything like that. It's interesting. Ireland is a little more European Union. So you've got the euro in Ireland and you've got kilometers. Right. I, was, and you, I was going to say, you, yes. you change currency as well. Is yes. that correct? Yes, right. you're on to Great British pounds then when you get up Just into stay, the north. stay on the same side of the road. And oh, yes. Can you imagine <laughs> the chaos? Oh, that would be something. <laughs> Mimi, thanks for your call. Thanks, oh, Mimi. Thank See you. you in Ireland. See you in Kinsale. Okay. Aaron's on the phone from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Another Aaron. I think Another we're attracting Aaron. all the people of Irish heritage. Aaron, thanks, thanks for your call. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for having me. Hi. So actually, my fiancé and I are planning our honeymoon in Ireland for this October. Oh. And um, we're planning to, it'll be our second trip, we're planning to fly into Shannon and we want to go back to Doolin and to the Aran Islands for the first time. Mm-hmm. So our question is kind of about getting to the Aran Islands at that time of year, and should we still rent a car and then leave it somewhere to go to the Aran Islands or public transportation? Well, um, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. When did you get engaged? We got engaged last October, actually, in um, Orvieto, Italy. Oh, that's what beautiful. <laughs> what a romantic spot, and you're going to follow it up with well, a good trip to you know, Ireland. You know, Aaron, I think mm-hmm. it's destiny you called, because... Three years ago, this time three years ago, I got engaged in Dingle. Oh, wow. I came to visit my friend Rick, and he advised me on the hun- best place to honeymoon. And you know where we honeymooned? Orvieto. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm wow. serious. Whoa. In La Roca. You know La Roca? Yes, I do. Agroturismo up nice. near the town of Orvieto. Wow. I love Orvieto. Beautiful place. So, so Aaron's talking about getting Aaron. to the Aran Islands. And Aaron is yes. spelled, your name is E-R-I-N, but Aran Islands, A-R-A-N. Yeah. And this really is Ireland in the extreme in a lot of ways. It's off the rugged west coast of Ireland. You can get there by a, a sporadic boat from uh, Connemara, but a regular cheap plane from Galway and a regular ferry w- with the waves or without the waves from a, a car park a little bit farther north of Galway, right? Rossville, yeah. Rossville. Rossville. What, is, okay. what is your advice? Erin, uh, are you planning to stay on the islands? Yes, probably yeah, for a couple of nights. That would be excellent because then you'll get a really romantic feel. Mm-hmm. The Iron Islands can be quite busy during the day when the ferries are operating, but after four or five o'clock, you'll have the place to yourselves. So you can really, you can explore the part of the islands that the day trippers don't go to while they're okay. there. And then at three or four o'clock, when all the day trippers are flooding back to the ferry, you head up towards Donangus and oh. soak in the romance, see the sunset. To be on all the the alone on Donangus. Yeah. This is this Iron Age fortress that just hangs on the cliff. I always remember the Irish stand there and they gaze out at the Atlantic and they say, ah, oh, the next parish over is Boston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you look straight down and your, your stomach is just doing flip-flops. There was a movie, a recent movie. Did you see that? That romantic comedy, uh, Leap Year? Uh-uh. Amy yeah. Adams was in it. 
uh, maybe you should watch that before going because a very romantic scene was shot right up at Donegas. But the point here, Erin, mm-hmm. is to be on the Aran Islands before and after the tourist crowds that day trip in, and it really okay. is other. It's just a very memorable experience. Best wishes to you. And Erin, just before you go, um, because uh-huh. of our connection, reversing the honeymoons and all that, please get in touch with me before you plan your honeymoon, and I'll personally make sure you have a fantastic time in Ireland. Oh, great. Thank okay. you so much. You can, you can email Barry at radio at ricksteves.com. There Excellent. you go, Barry, helping out a honeymooner in Ireland. Thanks, Aaron. Best wishes. Thank you. This is Travel with Rick Steves, and as we do every week for an hour, we explore the world. And today we're talking about getting around Ireland. Joined by two guides, Barry Maloney from Kinsale in the south and Susie Miller from Belfast up in the north. Susie, when you're driving around Ireland, exploring Ireland, What's one little unique special moment you might have as as you're uh, enjoying your rental car? My my must see for anybody who's going to be doing it independently in a car is to take the Antrim Coast Road. Now this is a, a road that was built in the 1800s and it hugs the northeast coast of Northern Ireland. You start in Belfast and it takes you right up to the Giants Causeway and the scenery is better than Big Sur. I've well, got to tell you, it's better than Big Sur. We can't promise the weather. But it is absolutely spectacular. You got to do it. And park the car, get out and sample the whiskey. Get out and uh, go to the castle and, yep. and the rope bridge. What's go, the bridge? Yep. There's the Carrickareed Rope Bridge, which uh-huh. is a bridge for fishermen strung across a big oh. crevice of roaring sea. It looks scary, but it's not really. Uh-huh. You've got Dunluce Castle, great picture points. Next stop over is Scotland. So beautiful sunsets up there as well. Nice. So you can't miss it. And Barry Maloney. I think uh, the best thing, even when you're driving in a car, is try to engage with the people you pass. And the easiest way to do that is don't be afraid. You will get lost, that's for sure. So don't be afraid when you do get lost to ask. Pull in at a little house if there's a room to pull in. Ring the doorbell, ask directions. Do something like that. Get, it, get into it because in Ireland, when I leave County Cork, I get lost. The signage is not fantastic. It's okay, but, you know, don't be afraid. And when you do get lost, engage, open up the conversation. Right. Don't don't go jumping in, is this the way to Canarney? Ask them right, know, yeah. what's going on. And in, a, in, a, in an island as friendly as Ireland, getting yeah. lost could be a blessing. Yeah, and a roadblock could be a sheep or cattle crossing the road. Talk to the farmer. Talk to the farmer. While they're crossing. I like Ask it. them, how's the, how's the farming season? How's the weather? And then, is this the road to Canarney? And off you go. Barry Maloney, Susie Miller, thank you so much for some very good tips on thank getting you. around in your beautiful island. Thank you Ireland. very much. Thanks, Rick. Each year, Rick Steves Tour Guides take free-spirited travellers on escorted tours through England, Scotland, Ireland and beyond, one small group at a time. This year, we're featuring tours of the best of Ireland, the best of Scotland, the best of England and London. For a free catalogue and Rick's Tour Experience DVD, visit the tour pages at ricksteves.com.